0: Good evening, and welcome back to day nineteen of Spooktober on the Nerd Fix. This is your host Jade, giving you another two scary creepy pasta stories that'll send sugars down your spine. Whether or not you want to hear them is completely up to you. But for everyone else, sit back, relax, and get ready for your spooky fix. story is called the girl in the photograph one school day a boy named tom was sitting in class doing math it was six more minutes until after school as he was doing his homework something caught his eye his desk was next to the window and he turned and looked to the glass grass outside it looked like a picture but school was over he ran to the spot where he saw it. He ran fast so that no one else could grab it. He picked it up and smiled, and had a picture of the most beautiful girl he had ever seen. She had a dress with tights on and red shoes, and her hand was formed into a peace sign. She was so beautiful, he wanted to meet her, so he ran all over the school. And asked everyone if they knew her or have ever seen her before but everyone he asked said no he was devastated when he was home he asked his older sister if she knew the girl unfortunately she also said no it was very late so Tom walked up up the stairs placed a picture on his bedstand table and went to sleep in the middle of the night Tom was awakened by a tap on his window. It was like a nail tapping. He got scared. After the tapping, he heard a giggle. He saw a shadow near his window, so he got up out of his bed, walked towards his window, opened it it up, and followed the giggling. By the time he reached it, it was gone. The next day, again, he asked his neighbors if they knew her. Everybody said, ''Sorry, no.'' When his mother came home, he even asked her if she knew her. She said, ''No.'' He went to his room, placed the picture on his desk, and fell asleep. Once again, he was awakened by a tapping. He took the picture and followed the giggling. He walked across the road, when suddenly, he got hit by a car. He was dead with the picture in his hand. The driver got out of the car and tried to help him, but it was too late. Suddenly, he saw the picture and picked it up. He saw a cute girl holding up three fingers. The next one is very interesting. These aren't just one story, but it's actually two stories. Both of them are two theories from a very popular TV show from back in the early 2000s, known as The Barely Odd Parents. The first theory is about Mr. Crocker. This theory explains that Crocker is really a child, is really a. Predator. Is really a, peti- a predator. He decides to pose as a teacher, despite clearly showing no knowledge of teaching, considering all he gives is Fs to kids. He even has a secret hideout underneath his classroom, nicknamed the Croc Cave, where he reviews hidden camera and of Timmy Turner. His appearance is also quite sketchy. He wears thin-rimmed glasses, has a crooked teeth, horrible posture, and always decides to wear the same clothing. He spends most of his free time spying on Timmy Turner and uses Timmy Turner's fairies as an excuse to stalk him. Have you ever seen the outer view of his house? His windows are always boarded up or destroyed, the walls are are cracking, and his lawn is clearly unmowed. Within the walls of his house, the walls are covered with pieces of paper that Mr. Crocker apparently made himself, consisting of crudely drawn fairies and wands. Mr. Crocker also owns a big red van that says, unsuspecting van, on the side. The van that I believe where he holds children. He also has strange, spasmodic moments where he screams, <gasps> "They really GOD PARENTS! And his body parts flail in, der- in crazy directions. When he yells this, he is referring to bad memories from his childhood. Which brings me to my next point which is Timmy Turner and his fairy godparents. Now Timmy is a ten-year-old social outcast, and imagines fairy godparents are there for him since he has no other friends. This is why whenever anyone enters the room, the fairies instantly disappear or transform into random objects within the room. Within a television show, the number one rule about the fairy godparents is that their secret should not be revealed about them existing. Which is referring that if Timmy says that he says he has these fairy godparents, his parents may try to seek therapeutic help to cure him of these imaginary friends and hallucinations. This is even the special fairy gadget that clears your mind, symbolizing therapeutic treatments and clearing the mind of these hallucinations. Countless times throughout the series, his parents barge in on him because they are wondering who he's talking to. Sometimes, Timmy enters such deep hallucinations that he can't actually visit the so-called fairy world and imagine our fairies interacting with each other. Sometimes, if he concentrates hard enough, he can hallucinate that uh, these fairies are wishing him up something to improvise his lifestyle. Since his parents are never really around to see what he's doing, he never gets caught with his fairies. This theory also explains that the reason why Crocker is so attached attracted to Timmy is that Crocker also shares the same childhood as Timmy. His parents were never really home and he spent his childhood alone, so he also began to imagine fairies to keep him company. I could probably state that Crocker once caught Timmy hallucinating so he knows the secret in a way. Crocker's small-spats met spastic moments symbolize him having flashbacks about his childhood and Timmy is there to help him remind him about it. And there is also another theory about, about thrilling appearance that Cosmo Wanda represent antidepressants, which are Zoloft and Prozac. They are there for whenever Timmy needs them. They are there for as long as Timmy needs them. And when Timmy quote-unquote misuses their magic It comes with serious consequences. So think about that for a second, if you may. And those were two interesting creepypasta stories and some theories to be added in as well to the next. Sorry if this episode was a little short, I do promise that for the next one, it'll be a little bit longer, and it'll send a shimmer down your spine. To end the episode, whether or not you believe in the term nerd or not, keep loving what makes you, you, and stay awesome. Thank you so much for listening. This is Jade from the Nerdfix, and now I will slowly disappear into the night.